Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva paper towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. You know what this is? A commercial? Right, and you know what that means. <gasps> Time for a snack? Wrong. I want you to do some heart-healthy exercise. Yes, you! Try some seated leg extensions right now. Just lift each leg up and extend it straight one at a time, six to eight times. I can do that. Yes, you can. Remember, every commercial is a chance to sneak in heart-healthy activity. Visit findexerciseanywhere.com and speak with your doctor to learn more about the risks of heart failure. It's simple. to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling, um, a very special edition of Reasonable Wrestling, our last Reasonable Wrestling of the God-forsaken, god-awful year of 2020. Goodbye. Good fucking written. you dirty bitch. You dirty bitch, you dirty bitch. You dirty bitch, you dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. I, I, um, what's wrong? I mean, I, I like dirty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Not goodbye to dirty bitches. Listen, goodbye man. to 2020. Listen. Being a uh, motherfucking hell. Hell. For so many people. And with the world, the way the world is right now, we just got to appreciate every single day we have with each other. Appreciate the wrestling we have. Appreciate that we can come here and sit here and have the privilege to talk about wrestling. Um, and... As we said, you know, the Pleasant Street, Pleasant Streets, just definitely report, uh, like us on Facebook, you know, follow us on Instagram, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, uh, but enough of the Pleasant Streets, uh, we have to really address, or, or you just want to show our respect for the late, great John Huber, um, a.k.a. Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee. Mr. Mr. Brody Lee. Mr. Brody Lee. Um, yeah, um, man. Uh, today. This casting was tragic. I can't. I'm still shocked. To, yeah. To, to, today is the day after, right? Today's the day after the news. And, um, yeah. It, 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 it was, it was shocking. It was, um, jolting. It was, it was hard, you know? Um, but what, we said that we was going to try to do today, um, for those who do know us and who are new to the show, whatever the case may be, we did say that we were going to try to get back into the essence of what this show was and what this show is about and speaking on and talking about things that we love and we like and appreciate in the art, the artists that perform and gives us this art that we, you know what I mean, that we consume. Yeah. So today we will... Be a tad bit somber. We will be a tad bit um, 
in the fields, if you will. You know what I mean? But we will definitely, definitely celebrate the life and the artist that was John Huber. Definitely yeah, going to light one up for John Huber. Um, remember seeing him at Wally Mania? We were there that night. Oh, he was one of the special guests. Bruh. Awesome. He was like... Yeah. He, he was... Outside of Kofi, right? Who mm-hmm. and eventually was the star of, of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Luke Harper, to see him and smock... Because, you know, at that time... The, the flux of what he was doing, where he was at in his career, yeah. you know, he was, quote-unquote, one of the most underutilized talents on the roster at the yeah. time. Just this be in his presence of seeing that smile and yeah. him embracing it, um, yeah. being a people's person. Yeah, being a part of the culture, you know, and you got to understand, like, there wasn't, there, there, there was a, a, it was a various crowd of people, but... As far as the talent, there was majority black guys. It was black guys. Black wrestlers. Yep. Black wrestling see, fans. Rap, black wrestling fans, you know? So to see uh, John Huber there at, uh, at the time of Carper, it was a great uh, sight to see that, you know, he supports what we're doing here, you know, in the culture on the black wrestling Twitter. You want to say, you know, at Wally Mania, just having, just being there to be a part of it. Uh, I know Corey Graves was there as well, uh, but John Huber, seeing him there, um, I, and I, you know, I, I'm a big fan. I was I was excited. To Almost see my in guy. gimmick, yeah, right. Yeah, he had the yeah. t-shirt hoodie with yeah. the joint with the with the maple leaves right on. Like, yeah. like he's from like, he's from he's from New York, and he is from New York. He's from Rochester, he's from Rochester man. So Upstate it. nigga, you yeah. feel me? So I mean, he gets it. You know, he gets it. And um, just rest in peace, man. He was so talented, and it's just too early. And everybody, as everybody knows, this is it. It, it goes without saying. He. Was underutilizing WWE, and he was still just finding himself in AEW. So we wanted to see him. You know, I, we we sing his praises here on the podcast every week after AEW. Yeah, to, it wasn't too much shit that I was praising about AEW, but he was definitely one of the stuff yeah. that that got the praise because he was that damn good. Yeah, yeah, you know he had mean? it all. He, he really had everything. He had a full package, and he was just you know. You say he was one of the best big men of this modern generation. Oh, absolutely. Seeing him like you like you say do a tobacco to seed, uh, <laughs> seeing him do that um, and how they utilize him because him and Eric Rowan are very different big men and how they utilize him in the Wyatt family really added depth to that group and those matches you know they it, it, the Wyatt family matches like a thing because of the, the uniqueness of that group all three big uh, men work all three different styles all different styles yeah and, and uh, I think that he's one of the best and most agile. Athletes as that, um, and then even him as Brody Lee becoming TNT champion, he had killed stellar matches with Cody, you know, with John Moxley, and I'm just glad that we gave him his roses on his podcast as he was alive. But even more so today, we want to light one up for him and tell him that we appreciate the hell out of all his work and and just as uh, from all the stories we're hearing that you were just a wonderful human being. So uh, rest in peace, John Huber, and thank you for everything. As CT said it best, man, as he just capped it off, um, during this year of 2020, we have kind of came across that wrestling does not birth a lot of good people. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the people that we, quote-unquote, um, have admiration for yeah, as artists, eyes. you know what I yeah. mean? They, they aren't great character people. You know what I mean? And when we talk about separating the artist, the 
from the art, the art, you know what I mean? It's very difficult in this time and day and age when you are mature and when you are grown as a person, as a man, as in our cases, and you are able to then see those people who are doing it in both aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody stopped and said, hey, he was a great, phenomenal worker. But the way that he loved his family, mm-hmm. the way that he cared for his wife and his kids, the way that he just wanted to get back to him, yeah. was the most admirable part about him. Yeah. And that's the type of shit that you don't... And when we got together with this podcast, and, you know, we didn't want to be too much like sports radio because sports radio, when it comes to, to talking about the athletes, don't necessarily take into accountability that Carl Anthony Towns just lost his mom and yeah. he's playing in the building every day that yeah. she was there. Like... It's crazy. So if my nigga don't get you 25 and 15, I'm sorry. Yeah. But... Niggas not talking about that. When we go back, so taking that sports that's a wrestling, these guys deal with a lot. They're away from their families there, and and to be able to still have that glow, and people are able to see that because yeah. we've seen a lot of wrestlers go down the path where there's a whole show on it, Dark Side of the Ring. I mean, <laughs> it's giving a buck. You know, it sends people about, down. Yeah, we, we were speaking out movement this year. We we had you know the certain other things happen. With uh, you know, Black Lives Matter and people supporting it or not supporting it, where we can look at it and be like, yo, your character comes into question. But when people can, when you, when you, when your peers can say that you were a good man, I mean, what else can you say about a person when you're when the closest people to them say they were, that, that they they were a, a kind heart, kind soul? So uh, that's means you lived a life of fulfillment, and and not only that, there's so many people that are hurt today because of your of your passing. And we're one of them. We're two right here that we couldn't under- believe the news. Like I, Johnny, I'm like Johnny, like you know, um, you know. And to bring it back to the wrestling side of things, guys, and we do appreciate y'all staying with us. But obviously, this is a very humanizing situation, considering the fact that this is a wrestling podcast and one of our wrestlers that we one cherish. That like, like that, like the Wyatt family. I, like, you know what I mean? Like, because Bray's my guy. But the fact that when you see Luke and you see Eric and then you get Braun, the brotherhood that they form, to to see that transcend into the wrestling and, and into the work that they created, mm-hmm. you, you, it's, 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 um, it's inspiring. It is. You know what I mean? It's, it's inspiring. And, um, like you mentioned, it's AEW run. To see him as the exalted one, we fucking pop, pop, man. Yeah. Yo, we, yo, we, we gotta go back and probably find that episode. Like yeah. going back and knowing that Brody Lee was back in the shadow, mm-hmm. talking his shit, walking his walk, and 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 living out his passion with purpose. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the movie. So we're gonna check that out later. Yeah. Um, you know, again, man. I, I pray, I know we feel like it's too soon. I know if, I, listen, man, I'm 31. If I'm gone in 10 years, nigga, it's too soon. But in knowing that, in this next two, 10 years, I got to make sure niggas talk about me like they talked about John. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like, it's motivation, it's, it's motivation man. And that's, that means he's living on in, 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 in other souls because that means he lived a life worth living, you know, um, and... 
uh, we're, we're always gonna respect. Like you said, it's just him bringing him to AEW was one of the best things they did yeah. for that company. Yeah, and you can't say that. You know, you, you can't say that he wasn't one of the best parts of the night when he was out there working with people. Um, his run, um, we just want to see so much more. You know, and I don't want to <coughs> get sappy because that's where I was gonna. That's why I try to make it short because I don't want to get sappy because like I really. So, you know how I saw Luke Harper, man, and how I saw Brody Lee. I saw him as the man who should be the guy in front, front face of the company. And to see him go, you knew that could have been the possibilities that we're not going to be able to see. But uh, it's not about us. You know, I try to keep it not about wrestling because like you said it's about the human behind that. And um, just we're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. We, we, we miss him, you know. Um, and uh, spirit. moving on, I'm sorry, the kind of the same token. Um, I don't think we did a show after Pat Patterson's passing. Yeah. Um, the very first Intercontinental Champion uh, of all time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think uh, he kind of broke down boundaries as far as, you know, um, creates creativity in the industry and where his, um, his, how do you say it properly, PC? Well, his his lifestyle. His lifestyle. Put it that listen, way. a lot of people, I listen to the Bruce Pritchard. Didn't he create the Royal Rumble? Yes. Yeah. I believe Pat Patterson was the inspiration and the creator of the Royal Rumble. With him, <coughs> Bruce Pritchard, and Vince McMahon as the fucking... What's the what's the what's the Bruce probably just put himself in that story. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's pictures there, fat ass Bruce there. Like, I can tell you, I can just listen. Bruce ain't got a job for fifty years if he wasn't in that living room. I can tell you that. Okay, nigga. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce was definitely in the in the gym passing Vince the ball, nigga. Okay. You know? Right. I know. I'm yeah. just saying that the, the very conversation of creating the Royal Rumble. You think Bruce was part of like the creation of it? I think it was just Pat Patterson. And Vince Hold like, on. Yo, this be a good idea. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Listening to the Bruce Pritchard podcast, he told me about Howard Finkel was the one who got niggas WrestleMania. It was gonna be called uh, WrestleFest. No, Colos- no, um, uh, fuck. Uh, Champions or something. It was gonna be like Colossal. Clash, colossal fest, uh, yeah, it was going. Listen, Howard Fink, that, that shout out to the Fink, nigga. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So great wrestling minds, man, are leaving us. Um, and yeah. that, I guess that kind of goes and rolls into our show. And like I said, getting back to the actually, I want to get back to great. I don't want to go on a tangent with that. You said great wrestling minds are leaving us. That means that we have to have an appreciation for the great wrestling minds we have today. Correct. You know, um, and we'll get to that. And, and after we get through our, our pleasantries, because we lost a lot of people this year, we want to touch on that. This is our last show of the year. We want to give our due respect to, to the people that passed. But we'll get to giving um, respect to the creative minds of the, of the present, but that's a very important part of the evolution of this business, and I want to just touch on that real well, quick. Well, shit, let's roll right into it. Like, this is, this, is our com- this is our last show. There's really not a script that we're going by too much. But we are going to be speaking a lot from how we used to kick it at the, on this very couch three years ago when we just rap and talk. And with that, I wanna I wanted to go into that conversation. Okay. Be- Only because, like you said, Pat Patterson, we just lost uh, uh, John Huber. You know, we earlier this year lost uh, Kamala. We, we lost... Um, 
another gentleman, I'm forgetting him, but my point being is that we've lost a lot of creative minds, and that can put us in a position where, you know, we see people on the PC coming up, Undertaker might be going there, Trish Rass might be working there, Shawn Michaels might be working there. Shawn Michaels already is. He already there. is working there, exactly. So um, we want to show these guys the respect, you know, I guess, and I'm high right now, so I'm a little bit rambling, but we want to show these guys the respect while they're still here, you know what I mean? And also, even Triple H, NXT and everything he's building. Some of these guys, they said that John was a guy backstage that was a creative mind putting these things together. And I think that when we touch on like, us losing creative minds, we also got to touch on the creative minds that have brought us to, to this point this year and uh, giving praise for that. Giving praise for, you know, some of the wrestling we've seen over the course of the year. And that's what I was getting into, saying getting back to the essence of our show. Talking about shit that matters to us. Yeah. And what matters to us are exactly what we just said. Those creative minds. We appreciate those who put in the effort to make what we view and what we see palatable. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we do appreciate, um, uh, you know, when we look at... Let's look at let's look at Shad. You know what I mean? Like, do we appreciate Crime Time when we was here? We talk mad shit about Crime Time when, when Shad gone. Oh, Crime Time is ah oh, man, they didn't get that. But shit, you know what I mean? Like she like she was just saying like I always appreciate Crime Time. I'm gonna be honest. But yeah. I'm saying at the even <laughs> but even when Chad was still here, it was still there were people the, talking. It was yeah. still like not. The giving of the flowers, per, like you were saying, right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like it's yeah. still of, uh, right? When we, t- that's why I said the be- when we when I got to talk about you know po- podcasting being sports radio, kind of like that's not being appreciative. Yeah. Because we picking shit apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, we lost Hannah Kamora. Yeah. Okay. This year because niggas literally picked her apart. They didn't let her enjoy her passion. They didn't allow her to fulfill her purpose because of the simple fact that niggas do not know how to differentiate a character from a person. And with that being said, we will no longer go on with this podcast with not separating the two. Yeah. I think that 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 is a mistake I may have Went down for sure. You know what I mean? With my critique of the business. Yeah. uh, With my critique of how things are presented. Um, But, man, you know. um, And I think we do. I I think that's what we've been trying to do on this podcast since day one, honestly. Is try to show the people as people, you know. Yeah. And that's something that we've uh, touted from day one. Is like, hey, we have to understand that, you know. For all the talent they do, uh, they're putting their bodies on the line, which I always bring up. They're putting their bodies, literally, lives on the line for our entertainment. And that's something you can't... It's priceless, you know what I mean? It's priceless. So everybody working on wrestling, people make it seem like it's some kind of, um, you know, uncool thing sometimes. It's like, dude, these people are putting their bodies on the line every single week for entertainment of people, to make people happy, even during a pandemic make people put smiles on their face so they're not thinking about, you know, losing a loved one. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago with Dustin. We, we lost our parents and, I mean, and me and Dustin and we, we watched wrestling. You know, you've lost a loved one and watched wrestling to get through it. So uh, <coughs> if you look at him just as, a, as, a, as an artist, 
you can lose the humanity, and, and we don't want to get caught up in that. Exactly. We don't ever want to uh, get exactly. Um, and and with that being said, we said that we were going to take this opportunity of it being our last show to kind of highlight a lot of the things that we are appreciative in this business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we we typically would do the blackies, but we're not. It's just not that time. It's, 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 <laughs> it's not that time. Yeah. <laughs> the blackie award. Yeah. The you know. And now the segue. No man. <laughs> We let's 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 talk about some of the highlights um, that we can talk about off the top of our heads um, of 2020. Yeah. Um, I know I think you know you know outside of talking about the Exalted One and, and Dark Order, we really love that uh, shit MVP. Uh, which the hurt business. The hurt let's business. just for a second give a round of applause to the hurt business for making wrestling during this pandemic time watchable. For many, many days when Raw was unwatchable. I'm going to be 100% honest. And you guys know it too. There were nights where you <laughs> turned it on a Monday night. And the only thing that you gave a fuck about was the Hurt Business. Let's be honest. It happened. It happened. So right now, 2020, I think that the Hurt Business, my opinion, has been the best stable of the year. Outside of well, what other stable? There is no other stable that was. There's no other stable that matters. That matters. No the stable that matters. The best stable of the year in wrestling. Yeah. You know, and people will say in our circle, "Fuck all y'all, fuck y'all." I'm gonna be honest. Fuck you guys. Hey, we just we just said we was gonna show some positivity. This nigga said, "Okay, that was enough." I okay. Yeah. I, I, listen, <laughs> I I I was positivity. Well, because I know people are like, "Oh, how could you?" No. Nah. I just want to make nah. that very clear. It's to her business. It's to her business. Yeah. I think, um, like I said, you know, like you said, the hurt business was 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 is the highlight and is the highlight of 2020 during the wrestling pandemic. Again, in January, hearing I'm coming from uh, at the Royal Rumble. Yes. And hearing MVP coming back and everybody and, black. Yeah, be and, and hear MVP come back and yo watching him go in the ring with fucking Brock Lesnar, my nigga. And it, but he got eliminated yeah, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, 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 but yeah. still, I still popped. You know, we and we you know, seeing MVP come back is really was one of the best moments of the year because we talked about him coming back prior to him coming back and him being an influence for the young black upcoming superstars. And look what he's been and doing. Look bro. what he's been doing. And we just want to thank MVP. We want to thank us. Fuck that. Listen, <laughs> listen. We put that shit in the atmosphere. We manifested that shit. We sat. In my living room with the rascal. <laughs> yeah. Shout out my nigga Dez. You yeah. know what I mean? Shout out my nigga Dizzy X. We sat with him and we was like, yo, we got Conan with the Latinos. You know what I mean? We got a lot. Of, you know, who is the rallying person for black wrestlers in the business that can give them game and got the cachet to allow niggas to develop and grow under them? And MVP was the name. And we was like, man, we don't know if MVP got, you know what I mean? We don't know if MVP uh-huh. will be able to or be willing to necessarily, quote, unquote, conform because we we use the we use the phrase too real. But we have to understand MVP is exactly what he's portraying uh-huh. on TV. Yeah. If it's about the check, my nigga, what's happening? 
What's happening, motherfucker? You know what yeah, I mean? Right. I could put all that 305 Miami shit, did uh-huh. 10 years in the pin shit to the side, yeah. and come down Gucci down, nigga, if my motherfucking check clear. Yeah, he, he's honestly killing it. Um, and you can't say he didn't do what we expected, man. To be that OG and, and, and to and to groom some of these guys oh, into a true OG, giving them that, giving them that platform and making them have credibility by standing next to one of the OGs that the best to ever do it. You know, so I believe that from that we've seen a resurgence in Bobby. He he has a fired some. Shelton Bennett is actually being utilized, and then you have Cedric's freaking breaking out. As as the star of the hurt business during this whole thing, because mm-hmm. he has he, you can see he's being highlighted. So I, I'm really curious to see where it goes, and I'm really happy that we were able to see that this year. Honestly, one of the best things of the year. Um, another highlight for me um, was, and we we're we're, we're going to be jumping all over the place, so bear with us. Another highlight for me this year was allowing and seeing the development of the women honestly just take precedence like they've already been mm-hmm. yeah we you know what i mean but like, it, was, it felt like it felt natural now bruh. you know before it was like oh the girls got the main nah, event it's equal parents it's now it's nah, like see, of course they got the main event they're nigga, the only thing i want to see sasha and eo <laughs> yeah. uh fucking highlighting or being <laughs> night one at great american bash uh-huh. uh fucking just past friday the triple threat uh tag team match yeah. with, like those are just six working ass wrestlers uh-huh. Like, there's some yeah. working-ass niggas, bro. They like, came out yeah. there, they put on a fucking clinic out there. I feel like they, we got to see a lot of development with the girls of this year. Um, and it's not just that. They had the um, the ladder match. Oh, God. The... Um, uh, the... The, not the money in the it's bank. The NXT ladder match. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Crazy. Candice LeRae and um and uh, Io Shirai. Man, um, the fucking War Games match. Um, seeing War the develop. Listen, NXT. We thought the NXT Women's Division was gutted. We thought they was hurting. Mm-hmm. Nigga, nah. the past two Wednesdays, you yeah. like, oh, this shit lit the <laughs> fuck up, nigga. Yeah, they're back. They're back. You know, but. Once they got rid of Bianca, like once they got pulled up, you know Bianca, and then Rhea was gone for a little bit, and then it seemed like it for a bit, and brought then, Charlotte down, they brought Charlotte it. down, and it didn't really help anybody. I feel like, um, but then eventually, like they they get Charlotte out the way, and then it's like boom, you got you got stars there, you know, uh, and they say that NXT Women's Division is the best division in wrestling, so we want to give a shout out to the NXT Women's Division they and the women at large, and not to you know, but NXT has been lit. NXT has been lit, and the reason why I, I brought up the women is because the two women power trip was kind of one of the best things for me to see, because we've seen it again, like you say, mm-hmm. men do it, men do it a lot. Two dudes with attitudes with Sean and fucking Diesel. Um, two man power trip with Triple H and um, and fucking uh, Undertaker Kane had it at one point in time. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, shit, Davy Boy and fucking Owen Hart had the Intercontinental European in the tag team titles at one point in time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so seeing niggas drip and go kind of like, oh, okay, that that works. Seeing Sasha and Bailey be the focal point for legit like three, four months yeah. during a time of influx, uh-huh. during a time like they really show why they are the stars they are during that period, and that was meant for them to shine. They really shine during the pandemic, uh, you know, era, and they were entertaining. The best part of the show, a lot of the times, was their segments and. Um, 
And obviously they have chemistry. You know, we're always waiting for the, the turn. Vince, we got the turn. We got the Hell in a Cell match. They held it down, you know, in a time where Becky left and Charlotte left. And they, 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 they you know, lived up to, you know, being, being who they are, who we saw them in NXT. You know what we were talking about? Where we knew they had chemistry. We got to see it on full display in a different, completely exactly. different way exactly. than they did it in NXT. And it made sense and it, and it worked. Uh, so I like, I like what they're doing with them. I like what they did with them. Uh, speaking of the the woman, there's a lot of babies this year. So uh, congratulations to all the new wrestling babies. <laughs> you got the Bellas, you got Renee Young, you got uh, Becky Lynch and Seth. You know, so, you know, 2020 is very fertile. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nigga, we ain't doing shit you, in the crib, nigga. And you, nigga. Congratulations shit. to you. Just fuck it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All niggas is doing is fuck it, nigga. Yeah. Try not to kill a nigga. <laughs> oh, she home again? Just <laughs> 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 fuck the frustration. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, frustration. listen, man. Seeing, seeing the, seeing women also, and not, and, and again, this is a, a nice shout out. Uh, 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 taking time out and humanizing the people, right? Women go through so fucking much, mm-hmm. bro. You know what I mean? Like, yes, my my fiance, right, is pregnant again, right? And this is my second time going around to it, but like, seeing how their bodies change, their hormones change, their attitudes switch, like. Nigga, and we, it's literally at the mercy of them creating fucking new life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for them motherfucking women to be like, all right, I'm about to go bump again. I'm about, <laughs> to, know, right? I'm about to go motherfucking <laughs> take a bump. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, going to do with what the guy does now, too. Like, yo, get back out there, yo, yeah? yo, you women are tremendous. So, uh-huh. the, um, you know, um, the... Um, Maria, um, um, uh, uh, Bennett, right? Mickey James. Uh, Mickey James. Um, uh, um, um, uh, uh, um, Becky Lynch. Becky um, Lynch yeah. um, Bella Twins. Bella Twins. Um, Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. All you women who 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 and and forgive me if I'm missing any. All you women who have given birth and and still have the passion to, uh, to pursue this mm-hmm. when you have a passion already. Yeah. Like, you know, like, kids are consuming. And for you to be able to compartmentalize. That's, and be, that's, 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 some, that's some G shit. That, come on, that's man. Some come shit. on, man. That's and some shit just, I know I ain't never going to be able yeah, to do. Yeah, shout out to the women. Shout out to the um, women, man. Uh, as we always do, you know, because uh, without y'all, it just wouldn't be as special. It just, life wouldn't be as special. It comes to the same wrestling. But, uh, yeah, it's, the, I think the woman had another another great year. And I feel like that woman's revolution, we're going to see a lot of people come from this revolution that is going to be even bigger than, we think that what, Trish Stratus, Charlotte, the biggest, going to be the biggest stars of all time? Trust me, the, the ones that are coming up are going to, because they saw it on TV and were able to believe, Listen, we're going to see some monster woman wrestlers over the next decade. And when we talk about representation matters, like, just think about, listen, Bianca Belair representing... Bianca Belair. Uh, Nyla Rose, you know what I yes. mean? Not, listen, shout out to Phil Lindsay, who did, uh, did a, a piece about AEW. I did forget that Nyla Rose was an African-American woman. You know yeah. what I mean? And when we talk about and we highlight, you know what I mean, 
people in our community, I do want to stop and put a, 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 a little comma and be like, yo, the the representation and the highlight of different women, different shapes, Nia Jackson, uh, different um, uh, ethnicities, when we got a lot of Asian representation on television right now, you know yeah, what I mean? Uh, like, man, it, it matters. It matters. And, and like matters. you say, going, going forward, those new stars, right, because we didn't have that worldwide appeal, a, a, you know. Yeah, a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. Yeah, a lot right. of that goes to, you know, the expansion of the, I, I gotta hand it to NXT and the Bullet Club. You know, both of those two merging over the past decade and giving us a different look at wrestling from mm-hmm. a different lens mm-hmm. and seeing that there's more to like be excited about as fans and grow with this thing for wrestling. Cause you know, wrestling just was just for kids pretty much. And I felt like, you know, just watching wrestling was like. A lot of people still dismiss wrestling as very amateurism. Exactly. Everybody, yeah, knows, I mean, like, a lot of people do. You know, but when you come. When you are a wrestling fan and you love this as much as we do, we were able to grow with it because of things being able to adapt to the culture, adapt to the way things are moving, more and more black representation. Uh, we just talked about the Hurt Business, you know, last year it was, you know, Kofi, Kofi Mania and, uh, or two, two years ago. So it's been a evol- evolution of wrestling where I feel like this is what I was hoping I saw when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, where there's, you, can, you, can, you have all different types of flavors. You know, if you like your AEW, watch that. If you like your RRH, watch that. Shout out to Kenny King and, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Will. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Kenny King and um, uh, um, and uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham, tag team champion. They're tag team or RRH tag team champions, right? I believe. I know John Gresham was pure champion. Okay, okay. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Look at that. It was, uh, no, that's, I was thinking tag team champions, John Gresham and Jay Lethal. Mm. Congratulations to y'all. But the, the promos I showed you. Kenny King. Yes, Kenny King. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. You know, we smoke that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny King, was it Shane Taylor? Um, in the yeah, Shane, Shane Taylor. Taylor. Shane Taylor. I see they're, 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 they're still killing it in the ROH. So there's black representation all over the place. Yeah, you gotta, And then we got, you know, like you said, Asian representation in AEW. Picaro Shida. You got... Uh, Zia Lee, you got Aboa in NXT, you got uh, Shinsuke, you got Asuka killing it this year. You know, so Io Shirai is the leading Shirai, champion, you know what I mean? Like, you know, leading charge. My favorite wrestler might be Io Shirai right now. I'm dead ass. Mm. Like, out of everybody in wrestling, Io Shirai might be my favorite wrestler right now. Who would you say was wrestling's MV? Okay. Oh, no pun okay, intended. Let's, okay. let's get into it. Who was wrestling's most valuable? Wrestling or wrestling. 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 Because sports entertainment is wrestling, right? Yeah. But we Hey listeners, looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. Here's to the innovators, the makers, the doers, and the hustlers. With Facebook Elevate, you can grow your business, build your online presence, kickstart your career, or turn your passion of creating content into a reality. 
Facebook Elevate is a program that provides free digital marketing courses and one-on-one coaching from experts that can help you grow your business. Learn more at facebook.com slash fbelevate. Facebook Elevate, on the rise, together. We're going to include everything. Who was the most, who do you feel was the most valuable? Hold on, let me, let me, let me reset this on Twitter. But I must, who do you feel was the most valuable? In Most the year valuable wrestler of this year. Ah, I think somebody came to me, I, but I'm not sure if I'm if I can go with that confidence. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I Who can't. Was the <laughs> that most... put me on the spot. Uh, Who was the most? Okay. Talking about match quality, you talking about or everything, star potential. Everything, every everything. What? Who? Everything that encapsulates you tuning in, you seeing that person as like. Who like we started off and said John Huber, right, bro? We said yeah. that like he was valuable. Who was the most? He made you tune in. All right, so He's, I gotta say this. I gotta say this because I have to make a distinction, and it got allowed me to do that. I personally have a different take than an objective take. My objective take is honestly John Moxley, objectively. Objectively, John Moxley, I think they got it right on the uh, Wrestle of the Year with the Pro Wrestling uh, PWI. Shout out Righteous Ranch. Yeah, I think they got it right with John Moxley. And he was the one who's the most important all around, you know, superstar of this era of wrestling during this time. Because without him, AEW doesn't make, make the pivot. And without him, they don't, like, they don't weigh the waters till they get what they're doing. Right, you know, without John Moxley, they don't have the the tuning. I don't think Kajero could, could, could have done it. Wade the waters until they are now must see, or the people want to see more of it every single week. Now they got this thing. They got the Kenny Omega's like breaking out. They have, the you know, top, think, the young tag, yeah, the, the young tag, the tag team, the young tag teams. They, people are tuning in before. Oh, they're interested to see your show now, not just because of a name or John Moxley or Chris Jericho. So without John Moxley, we wouldn't see the competition that NXT is facing with AEW now. That I do think they feel. I do feel like they want to show out and, mm-hmm. and perform. We just had a great NXT uh, last this last week, and and Kyle Riley and you know he's he's he, he's him and um, Finn. I Killer. can't wait. I can't wait to see it again. Slap like, it. And, and they're building it the perfect way. You know they're going through the match and everything. I like 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 the packages. Uh, him and Pete Dunne kill, kill, slap. So I'm I, I think NXT is getting better. But without without AEW, I'm not sure if they would have gotten here, and being at least relevant. And, it, and John Moxley kept it relevant, so I would say he's that dude. But personally, I would say Roman Reigns. He encompasses the the as as being the man. He's he encompasses it right now more than anybody I've, I've seen since Brock Lesnar. I will agree with your objective take of Moxley being the most valuable. Only, f- and, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm going to add to it for the simple fact that his ability to be in AEW and in New Japan was able to kind of give me that uh, nudge. All right. But if we're talking about pure 
Caputo, I feel, was the most valuable tuning in, making me come in to watch wrestling and and locking in week to week. Um, I can't put Moxley in that because personally, personally, I never tuned in to, to tap in to see what Moxley was doing. I know this is going to sound stupid. <laughs> it's fine. But it I ain't. sounds stupid every week. <laughs> this nigga right here. Ah. Since January of 2020, there has not been a That's time. That's not stupid at all. Where he hasn't made whatever product he was on more valuable to see. Now, wrestling quality and stuff like that, a lot of people, the very first month of the year, he had the strap match with Daniel Bryan. You cannot tell me that didn't Mm. fucking slap, nigga. You can't tell me that wasn't Bray Wyatt's most dominant. Everybody hated the Hell in a Cell match, but I loved the Hell in a Cell match last year. So the whole Fiend character as it is, I mean, I know that was last year, but I'm saying that to say he's been... He's been important since he's came back. Yes, he's been very, he's been relevant, very relevant, very valuable. Must see man. the entire time the fiend. So when he's on TV, you're not like, oh, the fiend's on. Let me just change the channel to AEW or whatever the fuck sports Monday Night Football. You're like, okay, let me at least see what he, what's going on over here. Firefly, Firefly, Firefly Funhouse for wrestling geeks, the fiend for wrestling geeks. The presence of just tuning in if you're a casual fan and seeing something that's just jarring. jarring. Yeah. Like, the shit is just like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, he oh, this got, is he, wrestling? He just got yeah, burnt alive. Bruh. Like, you know, so, like, and I think that's, like, brilliant. I loved it. Like, I, I, you know, I thought that was a perfect ending to that, to that pay-per-view, having him burnt alive. You know, it just adds another element to layers to this guy. You know, so now this guy has burnt your house and then he burns you a lot. So, like, it was just... So, The Fiend, yes, The Fiend has been killing everything he's done. I think he had a lot to do with this. Obviously, we know it's, you know, Bray or... Um, you know, he... Wyndham's... Is that Wyndham? Wyndham. Can I say his name? Wyndham. He's very creative. And I think that his mind... You want to talk about the human aspect behind it. His mind is creating this vision that... Is gonna be like remembered, yo. His, forever. The the canvas on which he paints is extremely vivid, right? And I thought I was weird doing the fan fiction on the creation of Bray Wyatt because I'm like, yo, I'm getting to the psyche of somebody else creating a character, yeah, yeah. which is you know what I mean in my aspect, like. But seeing him create the fiend is like, oh shit, this nigga was probably in the Matrix. I was. He was probably in my mind, but I was in his mind, and he created something more deviant than yeah. what the fuck I was doing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. The Fiend wasn't... Bro, we linked literally three years ago, right? Almost? Close, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, hold on. September of 2018. Yeah, yeah. So two and a half years ago. And yeah. Bray Wyatt was the character that was the bond that we grew this shit on. Yeah, so we like, were both uh, fans. We're both... Honestly, he's really our favorite... Uh, guy, even though Io Shirai right now, Ooh. as far as the current product, uh, every time she comes there, I, I'm tuning in personally because I just like her. Wrestling. Bray Wyatt or Sasha Banks, man. I can say Sasha Banks of 2020. Okay, yeah, for sure. Sasha, her, her I already told you, like, she. <laughs> Sasha, yeah, Sasha Banks is a, is a 
perfect answer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it that way. All right, going into twenty. 20- no, but, but shout out to Rolling Pin Podcast for the break. Oh, live. Um, yes, it's Bruh. epic. Hold on, I gotta rerun the camera. Thank you so much. Listen, shout out to Rolling Pin Podcast. Right, he is a phenomenal Check fucking out. artist, bro. Like you guys don't even look at the like the eyes details. You feel me? Like the eye details in the in the jaw. Come on, man. Let me in. It, it it was it was a great Christmas gift. Had to cop it for a fucking reasonable wrestling studio, um, because again we just said it. Bray Wyatt is our guy, Nick. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> next up, I did want to talk about as we are, um, as we are going into the new year. Um, who? Do you envision Bianca Miller? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Christ, so mighty. <laughs> what was the question? Does Does Charlotte put over Bianca next? She does. I think so. I think Charlotte knows that's her job. That's what she's meant to do. It's It's inevitable. Bianca's going over Charlotte at some point. I'm asking the question, who's next up? Who Bianca's going over up? everybody at some point, I'm telling you. Okay, so going into 2020, we got... If, they're do- if, if, they're, if, they, know what they, if they know what they're doing, yes, Bianca's going to be going over everybody for a very long time. EST? Come on, perfect. Okay, so we got... Do you, do you believe Bianca's going to go through any growing pains next year? Of course, everybody goes to growing okay, pains. Are we going? Are we going to accept it? No. What the fuck? Did no, 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 no. I'm not doing this with y'all niggas. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it with y'all niggas, bro. You signing up? I'm not doing it with y'all niggas, bro. I'm on Twitter, nigga. I'm not doing it with y'all niggas, bro. Listen, if we have the mindset to understand. That she has to go through something. For shit to mean something. For shit to mean something. For you to then acknowledge the fact that she's going to steamroll through everybody. No, I no, no, I, no, 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 I'm saying. No, I'm I saying, feel like at some point. That's what I'm saying. She has, she but, she got, but she got to go through it first yeah. for, for that to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Because then again, we, we've already seen niggas come off steamroll shit. That don't matter. Because at the end of the day, this shit don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Having Bianca and knowing Bianca's next step. And you saw her on the anti-drug ad, the vaping, anti-vaping stuff. So they know what they got with her. I mean, listen. They got uh, Montez on a Skittles joint with Rick. Yeah. Running, you know what I mean? Listen, yeah. that couple is running it up. Yeah. But when I'm talking to y'all wrestling niggas, though, y'all my, my peers in this, you just spoke on it. Why won't you relax and know what's coming when you know what's essentially coming? Because it's it's part of what... You gotta, I think that you're the one that needs to accept that this is a part of the wrestling <sighs> ecosystem. We are never fucking happy. 
You know, and, and honestly, but that's the part of wrestling that makes it magical. You have to, no, you have to. No, here's the thing. Okay, part of wrestling is working the fans, working people. When people get mad because Naomi's not getting a chance, that's also a work, guys. It's also a work. When we're getting mad because Biggie's not getting it, that's also a work. And when it gets to the point where you know they say, you know what, it's time, it's time. It's you know it's just just past uh, SmackDown, Biggie's congratulations, Intercontinental Champion. It was time for him, and it was it was meant to be. And trust me, there'll be a time where he's Universal Champion too. And I believe that it's just like Paul Heyman said on the um, Talking Smack. I watched it again. Great. And we see so much in Biggie, and he's gonna be and, he, and think about 2021. He's gonna break out again. Biggie's gonna break out like even bigger than he than, than he's ever been. So so. <coughs> When it comes to the part of wrestling fans not getting upset with everything, we have evolved on our view of this as well because we understand what wrestling is now, and that's part of what wrestling is. We we got to accept the, the outrage. We even fall for it sometimes. We got called out years ago with Chris Jericho's. We doing those takes where we sound like complete marks. Oh my you gosh, know? I was in my bag <laughs> yes. as a mark, man. <laughs> so we've, we've been there before too. We're marks as well. But that's part of some of the magic wrestling. So you can buy in, be upset, get your emotions into it, riled up. But and then you get back to it and you say, "All right, this is what I'm here for." You know, cheating with the bomb time. takes. You know, cheating, cheating with the bomb takes, yeah. dropping bombs out here, telling me to shut the fuck up. No, 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 <laughs> never that, never that. No, cheating, no, no. telling me to watch the movie, nigga. <laughs> No, no, it's but it's, it's a broader it's a broader message to the wrestling atmosphere and ecosystem because if we can understand that that's part of the fun, then we can just stop taking it so seriously. Exactly, and have fun. Exactly, you know. And I think that I think that that's my point too, right? Because we do understand and listen, wrestling and how it's ran and how it's organized and how it's constructed and how it's. Um, viewed, dealt with, all of that is... It has to be a work at this point, you know? Because everything is social media. Like, you gotta, you know? It's, with with that being said, too, we know there are some real realities within there. Yeah, exactly. True. You know what I mean? We yeah. know there's some shoot shit that's happening with yeah. that. You know what I mean? But so, if you're coming in from a business mind, even, you gotta be like, okay, how can I use that real shit? Exactly. And that's exactly how it is. We live in this era now where it can blend... Especially with wrestling, has always been a blend of character in real life. If you really look at it, because we, because you guys made us believe that it was real for so long in the freaking seventies, and then it finally came out, you know, it was fake, and we saw Hulk Hogan punching skills, and we're like, okay, they're just making money off of this shit now. And then we, you know, evolved to this place where now it's on social media. You can get shit. Niggas was really getting stabbed, bruh, because of wrestling. (laughs) Y'all niggas are crazy. Yes. You see what I'm saying? That's my point, though. Niggas, you can't take it too far. That's you can't take... Listen, y'all niggas be on Twitter, nigga. Y'all be creating more... Listen, y'all be on. Y'all be going to think pieces, and I'm like, I get it because it's wrestling, and it's important, and it matters. But it's you a feel work. Me? But it's a work. We're all a work. We're all being work. Even as having this podcast, we were work because we love wrestling, and we had the nerve to talk about it. But you got to <laughs> enjoy the fact that it's a work, and you got to be able to be like, all right, that's what wrestling is. You know, um, so don't get too much in your feelings about this shit. 
and expect expect other people to get in their feelings about it because you're like, oh, that's cute. They're work. And that, let, let and, them believe. And that's what we mean when we say, like, all right, when we talk about coming into 2021 as the biggest stars, we want y'all to niggas know that it's going to be a work. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> that it's going to be a work when, uh-huh. we, when, I, when our stars are being made. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, Big E... Was just sending Seamus through a motherfucking car windshield about two months ago. <laughs> he IC champion. Y'all niggas are not champion in it. Yeah. Y'all niggas not champ. Why? Because he not with Roman? Like, you feel me? Like, And so when we talk about appreciating what we got, when we got it, how we got it, it ties into what we said at the beginning of the show. Listen, man. We got to be more appreciative. We got to be more, we got to relax a bit. You know what I mean? And I understand, like, you know, Wonder Woman came out. Oh, this is trash. Nigga, that's another fucking female fucking movie. Yeah. Made for little fucking kids, nigga. It wasn't bad. I watched it. I look at it completely differently now. Like, I'm like, oh, this is is like for kids. You know, it's for hope. Let them have hope. It ain't for you, you (laughs) bitch ass nigga. Yeah. You feel me? Like, it ain't... It, niggas are creating fucking like, oh, this is a... Di- dissertations on this motherfucker, nigga. Yeah. It's a fucking... This shit is sold at McDonald's for toys and shit. What y'all talking about? That's it. This is, you know, and, and when, when something comes out that's for you, I love that shit. Just love the hell out of it. And that's what we do at wrestling. We come here exactly. and love this shit that exactly. we're talking about. Exactly. Just love that shit. And that's all it's gonna be. You know, because we care about what we care about. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm trying. I always going to have something to say on something. Like when I, I'm just going to have my, my moments where I got to rant on something. But that's only with just do. And <coughs> even when I'm doing that, I'm being worked. And that's part of wrestling. We're all being worked, and it's fun. Um, I think my breakout star for 2021. What's up, Vin? What up, man? Yo, man. My love and appreciation to you and Emilio, man. I know this is a hitter for you guys. Happy holidays to you, man. Yeah. Um, I think my breakout star for 2021 is going to be Andrade. Andrade. I think Andrade... And Keith Lee are going to make their names next year. And I think that Andrade's... So this is my point that I wanted to have a conversation. This is my point I wanted to have a conversation about, right? It was a lot of talk and chatter about, you know, Keith Lee getting sent back down to the PC and everything like that. And, uh... And, uh... Ah, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, uh, it was a situation where Keith Lee was sent out to the PC. It was a big. It was a big thing, and I wanted to make a counter argument. It was like, what if Andrade was sent to the PC to be doing promo classes, so he can speak English better, so he can come out and cut promos, so he can be a bigger star? Would that be a bigger? Would that be as big of an issue? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, what is the PC supposed to be used for? Exactly. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if, if if I'm working on a Monday and only on a Monday and they say, yo, on a Tuesday and Thursday, go to fucking English class. But, even, but even that is a work. They, like, them getting all in outrage about that with people getting sent down. But they're still using them on TV and they're getting paid. Like, so it's like, it, it's, it's not like... It's a work, you know. You guys can get on, get 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 all in your feels about it, but hey. What was the point of Otis breaking up with a tag team and you're not gonna do nothing with him? Well, because we thought that Otis possibility could have been a star because we saw potential charisma when he was with Tucker, and we thought that hey, we can do they the thing. They guys. should not have. They should not have broken up Peyton Royce and Billy yeah, Kay. That's dumb too. But listen, Billy Kay on her own right again. This yeah. is what they thought. Yeah, thought, they were yeah, doing yeah. with the, listen, That's this is true. what I'm trying to let y'all niggas know. It's true. Take a step back and peep game. They thought that they were going to get two separate stars by breaking them up because, look, I know Peyton Royce ain't doing necessarily a lot, but Billy Kay is hitting yes. on that comedy shit, bro. Yeah, she's hitting. And we thought she that they were like they thought that Peyton was a, was a star that no Billy Kay is oh Vin hit me with a good one Chris Bay breakout star for twenty twenty one oh for sure oh wow yes, yes. Chris Bay that nigga is nice yeah he's fantastic he's nice and I think if they I think honestly if he would want to make the adjustment and bump up into the heavyweight division which I think you know him and Rich Swan will yeah. be fighting for the championship I think. Uh, or they just did fight, just had a match for the championship. I think Chris Bay is on that level of. We've known this for a very long time. Chris Bay is very talented. When we saw, when we, I think we saw him on Raw. Um, uh, he he was an enhancement in Vegas, yeah. and we was like, oh, is this okay? Yeah, we we we, we see, yeah, yeah. We, he was on. We saw, we found, I found him online, honestly, and dude's just talented. You know, he's definitely gonna break out. He's, he's just. Some people you just know. Yes. You know, kind of like how I feel about um, um, what's his name with the with the Taz's group. Oh, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Ricky Yo, Starks. Ricky yes. Starks, my nigga, he, he's bro. He's gonna be a mega star. <laughs> he's gonna be a star. <laughs> now hold on. Now this he's is like a, this helps like a tiger. He's like <laughs> this. Ricky Starks is a damn fool, yeah. <laughs> so it was a. It was a lot of things that happened, right? A lot of people got <laughs> mad because, you know, uh, don't compare Ricky Starks to The Rock. You feel I mean, me? he's like, completely different. I mean, lot, I understand. But I get what they I mean. I get what they mean. Like, the last time we legitimately had a person of natural, witty charisma. Like, yeah. it's not, it's, it, it, you know, we praised... Enzo for a little bit until the shit got kind of corny. Yeah. Cena, we always thought it was kind of forced to corny at some yeah. point in time with his wittiness and shit like that. Like, we really haven't had a nigga off the cuff since Rocky. Mm-hmm. The kind of that we kind like, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I on, on the stage, right? Because Ricky Starks is on a stage where, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Eddie Kingston is on a stage now, right? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, yeah. Eddie was in that category yeah. for some time, but like, I think Ricky's that. I think Ricky's that nigga. Yo. Ricky's Ricky's gonna be breaking out next year for sure. Uh, Chris Bay's great, great take. Uh, next year for me, out of everybody, like I said, it's Bianca Belair. I still believe that she's the right answer to this question um, going into the next year. 
I think she has all the tools. You know, I think that she's gonna be um, the strongest, the, 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 action, the toughest, the, the, the action figure is gonna sell like like hotcakes. Her, her she, she's gonna be a super. Nigga, if they stock. make a Halloween costume with that fucking braid, man, a braid wig. So oh no! Nah, I need three percent, nigga. Y'all wasn't even <laughs> thinking about that, bro. It's gonna happen, but um, it's gonna it's gonna work for her, and I just I'm gonna be happy to see it. I think I think that she's gonna have some. Great... This nigga Deshaun Jackson came back first game back, and guess oh, what he do? Sixty five yards against the fucking Cowboys. First game. For, I mean, what the fuck? He lives to kill the Cowboys. Whether it's with the Redskins, well, oh, I'm sorry, the R's or the football team, whatever the niggas is called now. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's a Cowboy killer. He's a cow yeah. nigga. Deshaun Jackson, <laughs> the Cowboy killer. He a crip too, nigga. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do it on the uh, set, cause damn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, a woozy egg. I'm glad you're so not getting extended. It's a note from me. Wrong Taz member. Will Hobbs will be breakout star. Ah, see? That's a good take. Vin, Vin's, on my, Vin's on the wave with me, right? So Vin just says, wrong Taz member. He thinks Will Hobbs will be the breakout star of 2021. I, I'm not and a I, I was the one a couple weeks, maybe a month ago, who said, I think Will Hobbs is a future world champion. I think I was the one who yeah, said it. Yeah. And I think this one over here, who's on the opposite end of my thumb. What did I say? You said that you didn't think he was. I said he wasn't now. I said he wasn't now. He said, you see, he said John Moxley should lose it to Will Hobbs. And what, we skip over Ken, Ken, Kenny? We skip over Pac? No, Will Hobbs is going to get there. And I have see, I see all the faith in the world in Will Hobbs. But uh, don't do not do that to me. <laughs> you, you, already know, you already know how I feel. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. Um, any any anything else to, uh, we want to wrap on touch on? Uh, we want to just give props from stuff that happened over the past couple of weeks. Or uh, anything, shout out to uh, everybody backstage during this COVID time. Um, it's been a real tough time for y'all and a lot of adjustments. And we don't ever highlight those people who are in production. And we being a production podcast, we talk about production and management and uh, the aspects that go into making this. We have to shout out the people who are working behind the scenes and putting on the show during this time. A lot of people caught COVID through going out there to put on performings of wrestling. And we have to, you know, uh, you know, just shout them out real quick and show some love. Yeah, I think, honestly, man, um, the most important piece of this, of what we see, we can't see it if niggas is not in the truck. We can't see it if niggas ain't competent in yeah. their jobs. You yeah. know what I mean? And... Um, I, you know, I always want to give, even though I'm blocked and shit like that. <laughs> I love you, Court. Uh, ML, MLW gave me my first love, you know, my first, you know, when we talk about, um, my passion is film. Like I went to full self for film, like the, yeah. and wrestling is my shit. So like to combine your purpose and your passion, like they gave me my first opportunity to see how the sausage was made. And I'm going to tell y'all niggas, it is one beautiful fucking chaotic process. You know what I mean? Setting up production, getting trucks there, getting the satellite there, 
Getting a fucking, getting fucking court runners to be, uh, yeah. uh, 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 you know what I mean? To make sure your camera ain't no on trip up, COVID, nigga. Man. Like, it's like, you're doing so much. And you interacting so with so much. You do it. It's literally like. Chaos. you And them niggas doing it in the fucking Thunderdome in the big ass Amway Center. So they're running a real life production every week. Not even that when they're doing it at the PC, everything they do there, everything that AEW at the, the been AEW doing, and daily plays like it's still been going on. I, you know, uh, you know, it's just been just to see that wrestling still survived doing it. And now we can talk about the ethics of it, but at the same time, it happened. So I want to give credit to the people who are out there because, like you said, we don't see it. You know, so that, so it's easy to get lost in that. And you being a person who's work production, you you know everything that's involved in that and goes into that. People don't people don't know the 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 the, the day, the day. Bruh, of, <laughs> listen, of show. listen. I don't know. I don't know if Alex Greenfield follow us on this joint. I know he's following my personal joint. Listen, man. It used to be legit fucking sixteen to twenty hour days for pre tape shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then listen, live show. The guilt shows that they were running in Orlando, niggas was there as early as 7 a.m. I'll get there probably about 9, 10 o'clock to help set up, you know what I mean? But niggas was up there as early as 7 a.m. driving a truck, getting the ring set up. I got to get there to meet production so we can get the camera and shit set up. Now, that's at 9, 10 o'clock. The show don't start till 8. Niggas got to be runners, got to go pick niggas up from the airport. Niggas, like, bro, you... And that's just for... What MLW is like so ROH AEW get making sure niggas get in town flights, the the administrators you know what I mean yeah. like man shout out to everybody involved in what we love because they we won't be able to love it without you for real for real you know what I mean and that's all you know I, you know I feel like we have had a tough time this year and um, wrestling has helped us get through it once again. Uh, and next year, I think we're going to have one of the best years of our lives, hopefully, in wrestling. I feel like there's, there's a lot of seeds planted this year, I feel like, you know, that are going to burst into really nice bud next year, you know, harvesting season. Come home from WrestleMania. I'm talking about SummerSlam season. I'm talking about all this stuff that we're seeing. It's a whole new era. You got Drew McIntyre, one of the best actors. Shout out to Drew. I haven't even talked about him. Great, great year. Finally, and after his story, making it to the top. You know, it's a lot that's gone on this year. It's been a tough ride, but the people who have made it through are primed and ready for the biggest year of their careers. And we're here to watch it and appreciate it. So uh, thank everybody involved. Thank the community. And let's rock. Let's get this rocking for, you know, 2021. Let's go. <coughs> Listen, also, break our stars for next year. Yeah, boys. Reason for wrestling. Make sure y'all support. Everything is wrestling. And make sure y'all go pick up one of these shirts. It's still, still on sale. It's still on sale. Still on sale. Listen, we got a 20% off sale. The end of 2020. Both shirts, 20% off. If we got shirts on the, on the shelf by the by next year. We coming for y'all. <laughs> we got something for y'all. So stay tuned for we'll that. Stay tuned, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but in the meantime, use some of that Christmas money, buy everything is wrestling 
from our Shopify. Uh-huh. Um, listen, we appreciate all the all the all the engagement, all the um, all the networking that we've created throughout this year. Um, shout out to um, MVP Low Key who took time out of their schedules this past year to do interviews with us. I think that was super huge for us, man. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, gave us confidence and helped us boost our uh, cachet, if you will. Um, so, like I say, man, we we coming for shit next year, man, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a whole lot of gang shit. Going on, yeah, I mean, so like you know, we gonna be around if 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 weather permits and niggas letting people outside for Tampa. I'll at your boys, yeah, I mean, pull up season, pull up season, yeah, I mean, thank you guys, man. Our last episode of Reasonable Wrestling of the Year, um, it was great to just be with the homie. Thank you, Ben, for supporting too. Thank you, Rich. Yeah, I thank mean, you Jace, thank you, Millie, thank you, Ivana, your, your fiance. Thank you, all the people that we, you know, all the people that we've worked with this year, like you said. Um, so shout out to Dez, shout out to Zach. Dez. Yeah, I mean, getting on. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. like that's the big homie. Um, who else? Yo, speaking of yo, listen, man. I know we don't we don't brag on everything, but Cedric, we spent time with Cedric and Ariel um, last year. Um, New for Year's New Eve. Year's Eve, uh, actually, was it New Year's Eve or New Year's? Did we New see Year's it? Day? New Year's. It was. It was. It was about midnight. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, uh, through through our degrees of separation yeah. and um, the manifestation of what has transpired this year yeah. for everybody that was in that room. You know what I mean? Has you know? Remarkable. It's it been remarkable. And it's like, a great way it's, to start the year and to see it come for, 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 to fruition and continue. Exactly. It's just. Miraculous. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we we definitely do appreciate you guys. Um, we, 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 we'll be back. We'll be back. Uh-huh. Uh, higher than ever, nigga. Peace. Party, party. <laughs> Yo, man, uh, we out. You know what this is? A commercial? Right, and you know what that means. <gasps> Time for a snack? Wrong. I want you to do some heart-healthy exercise. Yes, you! Try some seated leg extensions right now. Just lift each leg up and extend it straight, one at a time, six to eight times. I can do that. Yes, you can. Remember, every commercial is a chance to sneak in heart-healthy activity. Visit findexerciseanywhere.com and speak with your doctor to learn more about the risks of heart failure. Here's to the innovators, the makers, the doers, and the hustlers. With Facebook Elevate, you can grow your business, build your online presence, kickstart your career, or turn your passion of creating content into a reality. Facebook Elevate is a program that provides free digital marketing courses and one-on-one coaching from experts that can help you grow your business. Learn more at facebook.com slash fbelevate. Facebook Elevate, on the rise, together.